What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sideline Junkies. I got KG with me, myself, I'm BJ. What's going on, KG? Ain't nothing much, brother, you know. Same old, same old. Hey, man. Glad to be a part of another episode, and uh, just want to start off by saying anybody that listens to the show and uh, enjoys it, uh, we appreciate the listen. We hope y'all enjoy what we put out, and uh, we definitely appreciate it because we put a lot of effort into it. We take pride into it. So um, with that being said, we're going to get into our podcast we got on tap tonight. We're going to talk some Wizards, and we're going to talk some Redskins. Um, I know KG... Can't wait till we get to that. The Redskins will be the second segment. Uh, the first segment, we're going to dive into the Wizards, KG. Um, and we got a lot. Uh, well, well, it's not it's not a lot to dive into unless you've been hiding under a rock. You know, the Wizards uh, right now are a terrible basketball team um, <laughs> from, from, from top to bottom. Um, it's a lot wrong with this team. And if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, especially – uh, playoffs last year, the NBA end of the NBA season last year. You you've been hearing on this show, um, especially myself, about the moves I thought they should have made, and you know, I know it's a little bit more complicated. I'm not naive enough to know you just can't push a button like on a game and trade somebody. But if you want to, if you want your fan base to take your franchise seriously and you want to compete in certain moves that probably should have, should have been made, you know, um, what you think, KG? Well, we, we, we talk about the moves that could have, we talked most of the summer about the moves that could have been made and, you know, money to free up, how they shouldn't have signed Otto Porter to this contract. But I took a look at their numbers uh, today. I'm actually looking at them now. As of right now, they have, what's that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players that's going to come off the books after this year. Eight players. So I think this is going to be one of those times everybody's going to call for Ernie's head, and Ernie Grunfeld is going to make a deal, uh, probably trade deadline-ish or around that time, and it's going to save his job once again. But 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 right now. All right, let's let's rewind back. Let's take two steps back. LeBron James doesn't resign with the Cavaliers. He goes out west to the Los Angeles Lakers. And if you're an Eastern Conference team like the Wizards, like Boston, like uh, you know any other team in the East has been plagued by the last however what is it? How long has he been in the league? Fifteen years. Fifteen 16. years. This I think this is you. Yeah, this is 15. You, you've been haunted by LeBron James. And now that he's gone, you have to look. It's like you're almost like one of them instances where you sit up and you're like, huh? What? We, ha- we got a chance now? We can do this? The Wizards are, I believe they're sitting at 2-7 and seven right now. 2-8. Two 2-8. And eight. Two and eight. Oh, okay. 2-8. and eight. You have three players on max contracts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Porter twenty six million, Bill twenty five. Wall's only making nineteen now, but he goes into his super max, and I think he's next year is like thirty seven or thirty eight million. Thirty seven point eight. Thirty seven point eight. So, um, for that, 
probably accounting of probably like what seventy percent of the payroll with those three players. Uh, and you know, I talk about it all the time, KG. We talk about it like, is it fair? Like the NBA gives out money, so yeah, that the money might look big some places, but this is just the NBA. This is the nature of the beast. But if you're a max player, I expect max player production out of you, and you're not getting that from Auto Porter. And, and, it's, and it, it, I know Auto Porter even kind of plagued with a little injury, the toe he's dealing with. But when he's on the court, and I and it's just not Auto Porter. It's the whole team, KG, that they have that body language like, when is this game going to be over? Mm. And you know what? You, you say Auto Porter. Auto Porter's only averaging 11 points per game this year. 11 points. Now, but Oubre's averaging 13. Markeith Moore's. Is averaging 11 points this year. And what disappoints me about Markeith Morris, you're averaging 11 points, but you're only giving me, what's that, 4.7 rebounds a game? You're 16. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's a disappointment. That's You're absolutely 100% right. Um, Mahimi is uh, 15 million against the cap this year. And, and 15 just, next year. And, and they're just not getting production. I, and, and, Ted Leon's is the owner. You know, I don't know if he's the majority or the the. Uh, a soul. Is he the soul? I believe he's the majority. Let me look that up to be sure, so we're so, not giving out false information. So we will continue on, but Ernie, he built, helped build the Gilbert team with Gilbert, Antoine, Karan, and that team made a run and, and ran into the the wall of the generational player that is LeBron James. So um, they had a really good team. They played hard every night. You cannot say that about this team. And I think Scott Brooks is a really good coach. I think it was a, a kind of a, a, a bait and switch. I think he was here for KD. I, I really mm-hmm. thought for some reason the Wizards organization thought they really had a chance at KD. And I think they thought getting his former coach – would help butter that up, and it just didn't happen. He He's probably a really good coach. Well, I know he's a really good coach. I think he, he's probably a really good guy. He's not the right coach for this team. This team needs somebody, a dog, somebody to be in their face to get a light of fire. Am I wrong, KG? No, sir. You are absolutely right, and we've been talking back and forth about this. Uh, what has been a week now? And Taylor's is the uh, majority. He's the sole owner under so, his uh okay. company, Monumental Sports and Entertainment. That's the company that he has. That's the owner of the Caps, the Mystics. I'm not sure if it's the Mystics anymore, but I know it's the Caps and the Wizards. But of course, they need a dog. You need somebody that's going kick you in the pants and get you jump started. I'm not saying that these guys are not self-motivators because you got Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill's leading the team and scoring 22 points, four rebounds. John Wall right behind him, 21.7 assists. So they're doing their job. But uh, Scott, I beg but hold on. Scott Brooks has to put his foot in Bradley Bill's back pocket. 
He has to put it in John Wall's back pocket because you're the two leaders. You got to get this team going. This team flows when you guys flow. But I see. Oh. It's, it's ahead, not coming. Well, one, I think I think going back to what I There we go. There are a little technical difficulties, but we were talking about um how Scott Brooks isn't the right coach for this team. They need different a different direction. And I know you were saying and and we talked you said Ernie would probably make a move trade deadline to save his job. He needs to, something needs to be done now. This team is two and eight. This team is not supposed to be two and eight. Exactly. At the at the worst, this team should be sitting at fourth place. Now Lord Wizards Kool-Aid. And I felt like with a healthy porter, Bill Wall, the additions of Austin Rivers, the additions of Jeff Green, they've always been lacking bench production. You bring those two along, they come off the bench, secure that second unit. You get, uh, you know, Markeith Morris, if he can give you 10 and 10 to 15 rebounds a night, be a dog on the boards, you know, be, he's basically their enforcer on the team. You know, he's their, their, their rough guy. Um, if Mahimi could progress, I felt like this team could win 44 to 50 games. Mm. You know, I, I really – and who knows what happened. You know how playoff, playoffs is a whole different ball game. You get in the playoffs, different matchups don't match well against your team, vice versa. You could maybe sit, see yourself sitting in the East Finals. But we're talking about a team that's 2-8 and eight right now. KG, they're not going to last to that all-star break. No, they're not. They're no. not. But you know, see, with the addition of everybody that you said, Dwight Howard. I, I, I but now you talk about you drink the, the Wizards Kool Aid. I think I made that batch because you said forty-five to fifty. I said sixty because this team underperformed last year. They were a good team last year, but they lost a lot of close games and they went on that losing and streak. They, and they had injuries, and they still right. won. That's they could never, they could never fill the healthy squad, and they were still, you know, balling and playing. And it was, it was, it was good to see. Like, okay, once we get all of them together, we put the band all together, we good. Yeah, it's 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 not like that. I'm uh, the rookie Troy Brown Jr. I'm wondering why he's not getting much PT, but he's only no he's time. only played five games this season. Uh, Mahimi's only played seven. Uh, but you got a lot of guys that have missed a lot of games. Thomas Bryant's only played four. Uh, Dwight Howard's only played three. But at, him playing three games, he's averaging 12 points a game. And he's averaging eight rebounds. He's averaging 12 and eight in three games. Imagine what he can do okay. when he hits his stride. But he has to hit it quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think it, 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 a move has to be made. It, it, and we talked about this with the Redskins in a, in a previous episode. You can't ask people to come fill that stadium when you feel like the team isn't giving the effort. Like, and that's the problem right now. We we've watched bad teams throughout our years of sports, KG, and lose and but give a hundred percent effort. Uh, uh, the '90s Dallas Mavericks, the three, the what was it called, the Triple J Ranch. 
they lost a lot, but they gave maximum effort most most nights. I'll say I'm not gonna say every night, but most nights they gave maximum effort. And at that time, you knew if you played the Dallas Mavericks, it was a 95 percent chance she was gonna win. Hey, that that bothers me, KG. It's just like no effort whatsoever. You can't three max play. It's like Scott Brooks has already lost the team, which I. I've you been know, saying that since we had the conversation about Bradley Bill smacking it or snatching the clipboard from what was that last week? Yeah. And I said, that's it. Yeah. And when we talked about it last week, I said, he has to be gone by the end of the week. It's not that I have anything against him, but something has to be done. Everybody says, you know, uh, don't, it's not the coach, it's the players and trade this guy, trade that guy. Now I looked at the contract now until July 1st, uh, uh, Otto Porter and John Walls, they have 15% trade kicker, so they're going to get more money if you trade them that you have to pay. And when I say you, I mean the Wizards. So they can't trade Otto. They can't trade John Wall. And everybody's talking about trade John Wall. You can't. You don't want to trade Bradley Beal. Okay? So if you got these three players, and we talked about who should come in now. Let me let me let me ask you this, and let me let you take the lead on this one. You got your choice of any coaches available right now. Who are you bringing in to coach this team? If I had my pick, and I think it would be perfect for this team that it seems that they can't find any type of defense whatsoever. I'm calling Mark Jackson. There it is. Um, but he, but here's the thing. Here's the thing too. The Wizards are extremely frustrating to watch because they've been doing this for a couple of years. They play up to a team, and they play down to teams. The game they lost to Golden State a week ago, 144-122, they're showing you they can score. They can put points on the board. But they have no – and it's not that they're bad defense. It's no, it's no communication on defense. And then the the effort that's put on defense is non-existent. Mm-hmm. It's non-existent. It's nothing there saying that I, we want to play defense. And it, it's just they have to make a move, KG. Whether they got – I know, it, it's it, you know, Ernie Grunfeld's been doing this a long time. And he knows. He's a smart man. He knows his team is underperforming. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, the, they said there's a rumor that the Wizards are interested in Jimmy Butler for, uh, I think it was Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, uh, Otto Porter, Kelly Oubre, and a pick. Mm. Um, I think that was a trade. But, I mean, you have you got to shake this team up. You have to shake it up. You have to figure out how to get some dogs in here that want to play basketball. You know something, B? I'm going to say this. Uh, you say, and I agree with you wholeheartedly with Mark Jackson. I agree. But another name to throw in that ring that we haven't mentioned whatsoever, Jason Who's Kidd. That? Jason Kidd, that's an interesting name. But do you, do you think he's the disciplinarian, the defensive-minded coach that the Wizards need? Jason Kidd, Mark Jackson, two guards that played this game at its highest level, uh, Jason Kidd was on a championship squad. Mark Jackson was on contenders. But both of them know defense. I mean, 
we when we were younger, we knew night in, night out, Jason Kidd was going to come up with at least three, four steals a game. He wasn't Gary Payton. And that's another name that I'd probably be calling to, to work with uh, John Wall on his defense is Gary Payton. But, yeah, I think I think uh, Jay Kidd would be exactly what you need, as well as Mark Jackson. Interesting names. Um, I think what's the I think if we if we get an, a losing streak, I think if we continue to see the effort, a move has to be made. This is the way I feel. I don't feel that Scott Jack or Scott Jackson, geez. Uh, I don't feel Scott Brooks will be going into twenty nineteen as the Washington Wizards head coach. That's just my opinion. That's not a knock against him personally. That's because this team needs a shot in the arm to play to the potential that they have. And this team has a lot of potential despite what everybody sees. A lot. Ladies and gentlemen, the Pittsburgh Steelers are destroying the Carolina Panthers on Thursday night football. It is now 51 to 14. Mm. Um, Before we head to the Redskins segment, I want to read some stats uh, from the Wizards. 23rd in field goal percentage, 44%. 26 in three-point percentage, 31.3%. Tied for 26 on offensive rebounds, 8.5. 26 in defensive rebounding, 31.3. 29th in total rebounds, 39.8. Their plus-minus KG, 28th at negative 10.3. They get out-hustled and out-rebound nightly. And they, you know, somebody was like, oh, you know, they beat the Knicks. They can get back on track. Wow, they, they beat the Knicks. Congratulate. I'm not giving credit for teams you're supposed to beat. I can't. Say it again. It. Say it again. Cut. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not giving you credit for teams that you're supposed to beat. You're supposed to beat the You're Knicks. better than the Knicks. You're supposed to beat, you're supposed to beat the Hawks. You're supposed to beat the Cavaliers. Now, when it's time for kudos is when you beat Boston, Philadelphia, and Toronto. Don't forget Indiana. Those are the, Indiana, Milwaukee. Those are the teams where you come out, you ball, like, all right, that was a good game. Good job, fellas. These other teams, you get nothing from it. This is what you're supposed uh-huh. to do. You're supposed to come in there with your lunch pail, like, okay, yeah, this is Atlanta. They're in the NBA, but we're gonna put we're gonna put our foot to their throats and make them give up. And we're gonna show them who we are. And that team this team doesn't have that mentality at all. They feel they feel like and, and it starts if you go back to these comments a couple of years ago, Bradley Bill made when they got bounced out the playoffs and uh they made the comment on we match up better with Cleveland, they didn't want to see us. Like, shut up. You I, I hated that comment when he made it, but it just tells you the mentality. They feel like they're they all they have to do is step on the court, and I shoot good enough to win games. John says I'm fast enough on a bad night to beat anybody. You can't come to the, can't come to the, the dance like that. They they look they don't look prepared. And they the the one thing they did good KG the 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 one on one uh one on one uh uh um. Um, the the one on ones they were doing, you know, uh, isolation. They they can't even do that. 
the offense, you look at any other offense, Golden State, um, Milwaukee, anybody, Indiana, Boston, movement, rotation, it gets to a point where they're looking at each other like, where are we supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Who Who's supposed to move here? Uh, uh, Brad, Brad got it, we're just ISO. John got it, we just ISO. Ubre got it, we just ISO. It's just nothing creative about this offense right now. And uh, it's killing them. And if we're two and eight now, bottom at the Eastern Conference. No. Either we're not, if we're not bottom, it's we're second no, to the nope, bottom. Nope, number right? 14 in the Eastern, Eastern Conference. Okay. But see, the, this is the problem that I have. And what you say, you know what that says to me? You come into this game, you're not prepared. You're looking like a deer in the headlights on the offense supposed to be ran. That is coaching. And that goes, 100% that coaching. goes from Scott Brooks on down to Tony Brown, Robert Pack, uh, uh, Mike Terpstra, Mass Track, all them. It goes to that whole coaching staff. Absolutely. And so we'll finish there with the Wizards. Uh, we definitely, it, it, I think it's going to be plenty more to. To talk about, I, I, I KG, I don't see this team improving. I see, you know, maybe if they keep this team together the rest of the year, they might be fighting for a seventh or eighth spot. But it's going to be a quick exit. Yeah, it's going to be very quick. Now on to the next segment, our own local Washington Redskins. They go into Tampa Bay this weekend, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kevin, I know you can't. Wait to get to this one, baby. Oh, boy. I got a lot to say on this one. Well, you're going to take the lead on this one, brother. I just got I got my notes. I want to make some points. But um, start off with the big news. Chris Thompson is not playing. They already ruled him out. Still dealing with the rib issues. Um, Morgan Moses, limited in practice. Uh, Crowder, limited in practice. AP, full practice. Uh, Quentin Dunbar. Uh, did not practice, and uh, Trent Williams did not practice. I think Trent Williams is just that veteran discount. I think they t- I think yeah. that's all that is. That, that's so, what that is. So I wouldn't worry about that too much. But look, what, what we got going against Tampa Bay this weekend? Okay, first, you know, Sean Laval, Paul Richardson, Brandon Sheriff, done for the season. Out. So that hurts because Brandon Sheriff has came on. He was supposed to be – the right tackle that Morgan Moses is, but they moved him to guard, and he is one of the best guards in this league. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Redskins fan. It's uh, Sean Laval's pretty good, but history of knee injuries. Paul Richardson, he was starting to come on. Okay, that's going to hurt. But we signed uh, Luke Bowenko, John Cooper, and Austin Howard to replace those guys. Uh, coming up against Tampa Bay, we got to get out early, early, and control this ball. We have to because if we fall behind in Tampa Bay, it's going to be a problem because as you can see, uh, <laughs> last game, they, they took us out. They jumped out on us and busted in the mouth and we couldn't recover. So this is not a uh, fast-paced team where they can say, you know what, we can fall behind, we can make it up. Now, this is a ball control team right now. Run the ball, pound it, straight old-school Joe Gibbs, power running. And that's the way, that's the key to victory right there. Control the clock. Keep Fitzmagic off the field. 
But when he is on the field, put him under pressure and force him to make mistakes. Tampa Bay, number one braided passing offense in the league still. Mm. And I think would it be a little bit more dangerous this week is Fitzpatrick has the, the keys to start. He's not coming in out of relief. He didn't got the first team reps all week. So he's going to come in. They're going to fire. They're going to be firing. And well, you know, let me get let me let me give you this step before you before we go in. Redskins games have not included a single lead change all year. Mm. That's deep. It's very deep because it's telling you we like look, you you come to the sideline junkies, we're giving it to you real and raw. We don't care how you feel about it. This is our opinions. We're not sugarcoating anything. If the Redskins go into Tampa Bay with the same game plan as they came in with Atlanta, they're going to get smoked off the map. Slaughtered. And that's 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 real. Tampa Bay, you blink, and they're going to have 35 points up. And this team is not built to come from behind. It's not built. You, you're coming in, the, the Redskins are coming in with the 24th ranked passing offense. Now, with that being said, I think this is going to show a lot, whether it's good or bad, about the creativity of the Washington Redskins on offense are going to show. Bay has the 30th ranked passing defense. You guys had the 20th. Washington has the 20th. 30th ranked passing defense. I'm bringing the kitchen sink out. Wide receiver screens. Tight end screens. And I'm faking... I'm I'm setting you up all game. Wide receiver screen that 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 falls into a uh, HB screen. So you I've been throwing it to uh, let's say let's say Harris is the uh, 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 Maurice Harris, the bright spot of last week. Seemed like maybe Alex Smith found somebody. I'm setting him up wide receiver screen. You you're playing off wide receiver screen. Then I'm gonna set it up where they're gonna read wide receiver screen and we're going the other way with a, uh, a, a running back uh, a screen. I, I'm setting you up all game for this. I just like I'm watching the Steelers. I'm watching New England. I'm watching these offenses, the Rams, um, uh, the Chargers, get creative doing in the mm-hmm. rounds. The Panthers, the Panthers last week were creative. Do You doing a triple in the round or in the round, and then it goes to somebody different each time. And it's just the defense is just frozen. And then you get the people like the, you know, the Giants that just seem can't, they're just going to run the same thing. It got to work because we got Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley. It got to work. You know, it, it got to work. We're not going to do anything different. And the Redskins fall into that category. It's nothing. You have to get creative. You got a bright spot last week and Maurice Harris. Look like he, he, could, he could put some hands on the ball. You have one of the worst passing offenses in the league. And with that being said, what we've been talking about on this show, throw the ball to Jordan Reed. Yes. Throw the ball to yes. Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, as bad as this offense has been and as, as the, the low amount of targets Jordan Reed has, he, had, he leads the team in receptions, receiving yards, and targets. Can you believe that? No, I that? cannot. Tampa Bay allowing the most yards – 153 point 150.3 to slot receivers 
they're allowing the third most in the league at 36.5 yards per game to receivers that line up in a tight formation. So they are begging y'all to throw the ball this weekend. They're begging you. Their stats show it. They can't stop it. I want to see what the Redskins do going to Tampa Bay. Now, the Redskins, <coughs> excuse me, total offense, number seven. I'm sorry, total defense, number seven. Mm-hmm. I, you get, and that's based off that's based off the rush defense because the rush defense is fifth fifth overall, but the pass is twentieth. Mm-hmm. But the run defense has been so good, it's carrying the defense to the top. So, and you got a straight dog in the secondary. And DJ Swearinger. Now you done added Ha Ha Clinton Dix, but you also have Monte Nicholson. In this game, I would like to see Josh Norman. Don't say anything. Just go make freaking plays. That's it. I would love to see him pick off two passes. And don't even say nothing. Pick it off. If you return it for a touchdown, walk to the sideline. That's all I want you to do. Keep your head down. Pick the pass off. Be quiet. That's it. Because you don't. But I mean, at at this point, what, what choice do you have, KG? He don't. He don't have any. I don't, I don't want to see the bow and arrow. I don't want to see any. He got manhandled mm. last week. At, at mm. home. Well, he should have been on Julio the whole time. And then when they put him on Julio, he's a step behind Julio. All you got to do is when the ball was to settle in the Julio hands, swat at the daggone ball, hit his hands. You didn't have to reach out and jump out and grab him like that. But now, look what you got to deal with, though. You got to deal with, uh, uh, what's his name, Goodwin. You got to deal with the burner and Deshaun Jackson, but you also got to deal with Mike Evans. Mike Evans. So you got three receivers right now that you got to deal with. And don't forget about the tight end either. I, I actually forgot about the tight end. I forgot his name, but they, uh, oh man, his name is sitting right there. But Fitz finds them all. But this is a problem, and this is this this is a problem that I, that I have. Let's take it a little bit further because we talked about this too. These local uh, 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 personalities that don't want to bring it hard and want to be, oh yeah, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. I ain't gonna say no names just yet, but cut it out. Be realistic. We we. When I say we, I'm talking about BJ and myself and most people that's in this area. We listen to Doc Walker, Super Bowl champion, former player. Brian Mitchell, Super Bowl champion, former player. Chris Cooley, former player, who gets in-depth, digs everything apart layer by layer and is realistic. We don't match up well here, here, and here. We're going to get dominated there, but we can win this way. But now we can lose if we don't do this. That's all it's ass. It's nothing wrong with being optimistic, but be realistic. Get your head out of your Sorry. butt. Please say be that. Be realistic. Please say that again. If you, we, hey, brother, it's not, it's not a problem just here because, you know, like I said on the show a hundred times, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And sometimes, you know, I'm looking on Twitter and, and Bills fans are bashing other Bills fans for being realistic. Like this is yeah, it's okay to support your team. It's okay to to be positive about your team, but at the same time, you got to be realistic. Your team, it, it, the stats don't lie. The stats do not lie. 
And the tight end you was thinking about uh, uh, OJ Howard, ain't it? Yeah, OJ Howard. There you go. There you go. He he he, he gets dangerous, yeah. brother. He he gets dangerous down, especially in that red zone. He gets dangerous. So the Redskins as a whole defense, they got the hands. Yes, down. but the thing is, I'm looking at uh uh uh, uh Tampa Bay's running backs: Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, Jaquiz Rogers, Sean Wilson. Those are your running backs. But you still, like I said, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Deshaun Jackson, Adam Humphreys, Justin Watson, O.J. Howard. There's a problem. But then on top of that, on the defensive side of the ball, you still have uh, <laughs> J.P.P. Uh, if Vita V is healthy, healthy, you'll have him to deal with. Uh, Carl Nassib, who was with the he was in the camp, in camp with the Browns, so I, I I took a real good look at him. He got a motor on him, and he can get around the corner. He can beat an injured. If Morgan Moses is injured, and he's on that side, he's going to beat Morgan Moses. Uh, you got a lot going on. Um, I'm not too sure about their secondary, but their front four may be pretty goddamn strong. So now, now you you mentioned offensive line, and I want to before anybody makes an excuse, man. Sheriff and 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 the veil are gone. No excuses. This is where you learn how good your coaching staff mm-hmm. is. You put the put the next man in. You coach them up, and they have to make plays. It's it's next man up. You gotta play. It's time to play ball. Let's see the- it, you can't you can't make excuses. You're number one in the NFC East right now, and Philadelphia, you, you can see them in your rearview mirror, and you and you know they hit the gas pedal because you can see the diesel smoke coming out the chimney. They they trying to come. But see, this is the problem. It should be next. You should have that next man up mentality. Every level of life, it's always somebody that's trying to take your spot. That should always be the thing. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. with the Redskins, uh, the signing of uh, the three offensive linemen. So, if Trent Williams happens to play, which I hope he does, somebody said he was out a month, but I'm like, it wasn't that major of a surgery. So, you got Trent next to Trent. Uh, <laughs> don't know who you're going to put. You could put Jonathan Cooper there, uh, Tony Bergstrom. <sighs> I, I I don't know, but then you got Ruye in the middle, and then who you gonna put at the other guard? Because both guards are gone, so we got backup guards in there. You could throw Ty and Seki in there somewhere because Ty and Seki is a dog. I like him. Uh, when they resigned him, I said that was one of the best things they could do. Uh, you got Morgan Moses, so I mean, you you got players, we got depth, but it's all about them come into play. And then defensively, I hate to toot my own horn, but beat, beat. We have one of the nastiest D linemen. I'm sorry, defensive lines, not just one lineman. Nastiest defensive lines in the NFL. Them Alabama boys is like that. All right, they should hopefully they come ready to play this week. They got pushed around a little bit, and that's uh, that was very unusual. But 
Matt Ioannidis, they showed a clip of him in, uh, I think it was the Giants game. It was either, no, it was the Cowboys game. He came through and Ezekiel Elliott tried to block him. He threw Ezekiel Elliott like he was a rag doll. And Zeke is not a small dude. So that's that says a lot right there. I'm gonna throw another another little stat out here. The Redskins average twenty points per game, which is twenty fifth in the NFL and the lowest of any team with a winning mm-hmm. record. But how many points did they give up? That mm-hmm. I don't know. Let me, let me let me pull that up for you because it, it's shocking. That pull pull that up, pull it up and twenty one and a half. Now, now, how are you five and three? You score twenty points a game, but you give up twenty one and a half. You can thank New Orleans for that. Yeah, well, yeah, New Orleans did put a, 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 a huge L on their head. Yeah, you could, and you know that's how it works. You know, when you get a, a, a number like that put on your team, it's gonna, it, it's not gonna balance out until you know some games down the line. It'll show, you know, get back to kind of like normal. yeah. Because but, their their points they, for is one sixty total, their points against is one seventy two. Yeah, I think it it'll balance out the next couple of games. If, if they if they go in there, it it might not be this game. They have to come out. They get it. They got to give AP to rock. They got to give get Capri Bibbs in early mm-hmm. and get that mojo running. Has to be ball control, but at the same time. You have to take your shots down the field. They're ranked thirtieth for a reason. Like this is it, this is equivalent to somebody leaving a hospital with open wounds, bleeding all over the sidewalk, and they say, "Look, all you got to do is kick them down. You get a million dollars." That's all the residents got to do is basically kick, push, blow them mm-hmm. down. They're waiting for you. Take your shots down the field. Open the lanes up for AP. Let them know you're going to go deep on them. Let them know you're not afraid to throw on them. Back them up. Let AP run. Control the clock. Take some more shots. Get creative with it. Screens. Wide receiver screens. Get the you know depending on you know what, what the the tempo that you know the the what's going on in the trenches. You know you are having problems. You know blocking those guys. Get some quick stuff going. Like I said, the quick stuff screens slants. Get some of that stuff going, get in a rhythm, but you can't get in a a shootout with these guys. You can't do it. It's going to be an L. But see, this is what I've been saying for two to three weeks now. I understand we got Capri Bibbs, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson's out. That third running back needs to be Mac Brown. Samaji P. Ryan needs to be inactive for this game. Mac Brown needs to be activated off the practice squad. It has to happen. Every time this guy touches the ball, it's five yards. It has to happen. And I'm not talking preseason. He did this during the regular season last year. No, you might get your wish soon, depending. And I think that brings up to my last question and we start wrapping it up there. You you get the keys to the Redskins GM job. Who is the first player? Who is the player? Not any first player. 
Who's a, who's what play on the Redskins are you throwing a towel on? Like you've seen enough. To be quite honest, I hate to say it. I understand he's a fan favorite, but it's Josh Norman. I'm done. I'm after that showing last week. I'm done. And to think that we gave up Kendall Fuller to get Alex Smith, and I'm still trying to figure out who exactly came out the winner in that trade. But I would rather have Fabian Monroe, uh, Kendall Fuller, Greg Stroman, uh, not Monte Nicholson, um, Quentin Dunbar, Adonis. I'd rather have those young guys and have traded Josh Norman for Alex Smith and a first-round pick or something. Because I'm – it's, it's it's hard for me to say, you know, I'm I'm satisfied with Josh Norman. I'm not. I'm not. I'm very disappointed. I think you I think you speak for the majority of Redskins fans, uh, when you come to Josh Norman play right now. So But but what th- what this is what I will say about him before we go. I know he has the uh the potential. I know he has the 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 the, the, the skill set. But I need him to try, stop trying to be uh Playboy, pretty boy. There it is. Cause I, I was looking for the words and I couldn't I couldn't find them. There it is. Stop stop just be you. Be that 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 country boy, that 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 quiet country boy that don't do nothing but make plays. That's all I want. That's all I ever wanted. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna end it there. Um Four minutes left in the Steelers game, 52 to 21. The Steelers handling business at home. They look like they've hit their stride. Um, Panthers definitely got some wounds to lick after this one. Um, <laughs> we will be back. Uh, you know, I, I'm we'll sorry be, I had to laugh go, because I, go I was going to pick Carolina in this one, but I'm glad I switched that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh covered tonight. Uh, think? I think they more than covered. Man, so hey, we be back. Like I said, definitely look out uh, for more uh, exclusive Wizards podcast, exclusive Redskins podcast. Where we just gonna get on the show. We're gonna talk all skins, all, all Wizards, and dive into stuff. So that's it for tonight. Myself, I'm BJ. We really appreciate y'all listening. I got KG with me tonight. Um, hell to the Redskins. Get get ready for Sunday. Um, Join us. Make sure you join us uh, Saturday night, all wrestling episode. KG with the Don is good stuff. If you got, you know, lonely wrestling fans out there, let them know that that's the show to listen to. If you want to know what's going on wrestling, what's going to go on, what happened in the past, you need to be listening to that show. Indeed, indeed. So, Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Um, like always, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can reach us on all those platforms. Uh, SidelineJunkies.com is up and running. Uh, excuse the mess. It's still under construction. We're working on it. and uh, But it, we do have it up. So we, we're updating it, uh, trying to update it daily. And uh, like I said, we're excited about that. So KG, brother, always. Always, one. always. And uh, we definitely be back next time. Enjoy the episodes. Like I said, email us, let us know what you think. That's it for us tonight. Everybody be safe. Enjoy your Thursday night football. The rest of us. Have a good night.